actually complaining about here is experiencing when we, yeah because complain. when we are yeah. serving buyers we saw a lot of the uh, four room old flats 25 years and above flats mm-hmm. they're asking very close to $600,000 which almost the price of what uh, the BTO four room flat is about about that price lah mm. 600 plus this podcast is brought to you by Nisa Ali and Nizam Adli also known as Niza Nizam property consultants from Propnex Realty with more than 14 years experience not only transacted more than hundreds of HDB resales also executive condominiums resale or new launches from developers landed and luxury condominiums well versed in any property related laws and financials including Islamic Farid and Sharia laws before doing anything to your property in Singapore call us first at 967-04-504 or 9787-6959. You can find us at all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube or Google. Niza Nizam SG or nizanizam.com Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Property Hard Truth by Niza Nizam. Okay, today we like as usual, we're going to talk about uh, what is hot in the news, mm-hmm. hot off the press. Yep. Uh, from there, we will analyze, give our analysis, as well as our opinion on certain matters and how does it impact uh, resale owners, that kind of thing. Lah. So, mm-hmm. for a start, today we're going to talk about uh, the flash estimate, eh? a flash estimate which, me- which means currently, as you all know, the BTO, December BTO exercise is ongoing. Okay. So, for a, uh, at this juncture, HDB came up with some uh, information uh, on the... You mean, the, has it closed, the it, application? It has not. Okay. But there is a, like, you know, the indication of how many people actually How apply. many days has it been? I'm not uh, too sure. 10th of December. But, uh, yeah, mm. as of today, right? Mm. Uh, just let me read to you guys. Mm-hmm. First timer media, median application rate below one in December B2 exercise, right? So what does it mean? Okay, uh, it indicates in this article four and five room flats in Woodlands mm-hmm. and four room flat in Sinming were the most popular among first-timer families in the latest BTO sales exercise. Mm-hmm. Those projects aside, demand was muted overall okay. across the other projects in December exercise with the housing board noting that vast majority of that first-time applicant will have an assured chance to book a unit, which means... Mm-hmm. No longer a lottery. Basically, you mm. put your application, very high chance that you will get it. Lah, okay. Uh, regardless what, what of which location. What is being launched this, uh, this month? Well, uh, there are a few. Woodlands, of course. Mm-hmm. Woodlands, there is called Woodlands Beacon. Has mm-hmm. 399, 3 and 4-room flat. Okay. At the same time, uh, where is this? Singming okay. in Bishan. Uh, I think it's 3-room and 4-room. There's also in, uh, where is this? Bukit Merah, Queenstown, mm. Ulu Pandan, Alexandra okay. Peaks. Ulu Pandan. Mm. Actually, it's across uh, the central location, most of the, you know, the one that are being offered. Lah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, of course, there are some uh, under the PLH scheme, uh, which we're not going to oh, talk about. Okay. Right? So, you mean even the PL- PLH uh, yeah, ones are also not uh, oversubscribed? Yeah. 
as of today mm. lah. This is the one that is, you know. Okay. Uh, for even the chai chi one also not so much of a take up. Mm. Yeah, so okay. Maybe it's the holiday. I don't know. But probably it's uh, people are now anticipating better location because first half of next year, there are more attractive location that HDB is going to launch for their BTO. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, also, I think, uh, why not? I don't think it's vacation uh, because it's online. Yeah, <laughs> but true. I think uh, mainly because of the new rules that they implement also that you cannot anyhow just, you know, book uh, a BTO because they, if let's say you you got the queue after that you didn't take, there'll be massive you penalty. Consider, yeah, you consider as a second priority the next time you yeah. apply for a BTO. So basically, so, if you get the queue number, you don't book the unit, then you are penalized. Yeah. Okay. Of so course, I think you that's, can that's good. So that means those actually apply are serious about getting uh, that. And also, they want to ensure that, HP wants to ensure that those applicants will be uh, assured lah, of a chance. Because I think we have a fair share of uh, clients or first-time buyers who came up to us and said that they have tried multiple times. Yep. Not just one Previously, time, not just two times, like yeah. six times or so have. Yep. They have always been uh, disappointed by yeah. the results uh, almost immediately. Correct. Yeah? So sometimes, they, they couldn't yeah. even get a queue number. The, yeah. the queue yeah. number is way beyond like the number of units. Yeah. Uh, number so, thousand plus or thousand I mean, Having plus. said that, that mm. what's the implication? I think mm. because government is not going to stop the launch. Basically, they have committed more than 25,000, if I'm not wrong, uh, BTOs next year. Mm -hmm. So, of course, location varies and all that. Mm -hmm. So, it's like you have a buffet, you know. It's just that whether which which buffet tray you want to go and, you know, uh, mm. indulge yourself in. Okay. But I think it's it's also the implication, right, uh, guys, is also onto the resale market, mm. right? Because if, for example... Not necessarily, eh? those people, just because the BTO launch is muted, mm -hmm. doesn't mean these people go into the resale market. Yeah. Not necessary, mm -hmm. right? Probably, like I said, uh, they are anticipating better location. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, uh, maybe uh, that would suit their aspiration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And of course, also, their parents think, and all uh, that probably. They want to see how it goes for this, this launch. Then next year, some of the buyers who are quite disappointed with the resale market, because yep. later we talk about what happened in the resale market, yep. that they might go into the, change their mind and have a chance yeah. in the BTO. So Because I see this, if this uh, this uh, trend continues, there will be a lot of sales for balance flat. Yeah. yeah. So And this also can cause most of the buyers who were looking in the resale market to come back into the BTO. Yeah, who's okay. sitting on the fence, rather mm. resale or BTO, resale or BTO, especially if the price is right. Yeah. So, uh, so you want to talk about the resale market? Yeah, implication on the resale market. Okay, we also see uh, based on Promnex Investment Suites, uh, one of our app that yeah. we have here. Okay, the HDB resale trend has, uh, based on the curve overall in the 24 months, uh, we noticed that the trend or the uh, curve have gone low. I mean, drop. There was a drop in the curve. Right. Okay, for the October, November, and even December as we ending soon. Yep. Okay, we don't see much transactions uh, compared to volume, the uh. yeah compared to the early months of uh, 2023, mm -hmm. right? And uh, therefore, the PSF also have uh, lowered on the average. Okay. Uh, nothing above 600 per square foot in terms of the average uh, per square foot overall across all the types of flats. Okay. And in quarter 3, 2023, 
the top five estates, uh, top five estates that have the highest volume, rank by volume. First, number one, uh, mm-hmm. number of transactions in the third quarter is Sengkang. Okay, congratulations to the owners of Sengkang. Okay, you are... Uh, the number one. Number one in estate the in terms of yeah. the number of volume. Volume, ranking, uh. Uh. Okay, yeah. for quarter three. And number two is Punggol. Wow. Okay. Uh, just across. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. And number three is Woodlands. Who wow. would have thought Woodlands? Huh? Yeah, uh, probably ranking is a dark horse. Yeah. yeah. Third. Okay, so uh, fourth is Yishun. Oh, surprising. Okay. Yeah, surprisingly. And fifth, Jurong West. So that I think I uh, quite fair share of Northwest and the East side. Huh? But talking, oh, just, just mm. track back, uh, backtrack a bit. Mm-hmm. Woodlands I think if you look at Even uh, like what we have discussed About the article mm-hmm. Woodlands has uh, One of the highest uh, What call it Application mm-hmm. When it comes to BTO as well mm-hmm. So this could be A dark horse This could be A, a, a gem in the making I don't know Yeah. Uh, so I you think, need to be mm, The first mover I believe Yeah because I think People see the transformation Happening in Woodlands And they saw that The uh, infrastructure Has also stabilized In uh, Woodlands Being a regional center more and more um, uh, constructions on the what the government has planned for is already seen. Yeah, right? True. And uh, also good for the families, young families, because Woodlands tend to have all the schools there, from primary, secondary school, and also tertiary. And you have the sports school as well, international school okay. as well. So right. I think that makes Woodlands uh, a winner in that sense. Ah. Yeah, I think okay, that, of course, that, for Sengkang and Punggol, yeah. I don't deny because they have the most number of newly MOP BTOs, Correct. right? Yeah. And mostly uh, the, the houses there are new. So I don't, uh, I'm not surprised lah, if they win the top two ranks because all the young buyers would go to this region. Lah. Yeah. Okay. Right. But what I am uh, surprised is the growth from quarter to quarter, despite all these five estates being the top ranking, quarter to quarter, they don't have much increment in terms of their price hmm. growth. Yeah, Especially in Punggol and Woodlands, basically 0%. That means from quarter two to quarter three, there wasn't an increment but in price. Why did the uh, flash estimate says that our HDB resale price increased by 0.4% from October to November. Yeah, because if I were look, to look at uh, what we have here in our system, right? If you look at all the estates in the in the ranks, right? Even uh, to the to the last estate, the growth is always from uh, 0 to 2%. Yeah. 0 to 2% on quarter to quarter. So if you do an average, yeah, I'm not surprised if, let's say, you tell yeah. me it's only because, 0.4%. Uh, just for, for your information, uh, listeners and uh, those who are watching, uh, the flash estimate indicates the, the all the different type of HDB flats across the island. So it is not a, to me, it's not a 100% indication of the what's yeah. going on. In fact, some of the estate, right, the growth has been negative. Yeah. For example, the central uh, estates, uh, like Bukit Timah, in here, over here, they say that quarter to quarter, minus 17%. Wow. Okay, and also I like... I think to be fair, because the volume also not there. Uh, this is not volume. Actually, growth, I think, yeah, like is the, the volume, price. Yeah, the volume not there, so there can't be much growth in terms oh, of yeah, only price. Only 14 units sold over the, yeah. the, the quarter. But in Bishan, with 92 uh, units sold in the, in the quarter, right? Minus 3%. Hmm. And central area, minus 2%. 50 units sold. Okay, and uh, Clementi also minus 1.75% quarter to quarter. Queenstown, minus 3.6%. Tampines? 
Okay, Tampines, something that also a hot estate. Okay, the growth is only 0.152% per ah, quarter. Yeah. Okay. So why I pinpoint or rather pick Tampines mm. is because uh, we ourselves have been serving buyers, right? Yeah. Yeah, wanting to buy Tampines. And I feel that... Uh, it's just my opinion. No offense to those marketing in Tampines, is that your price are ridiculous. Mm. Okay, I think to a certain uh, extent, yeah. the resale price of HDB property in Tampines, certain types, certain units, mm. certain location in Tampines are way off fair market value. Okay, I think Tampines they want to kind of match up to the Pungol kind of uh, pricing lah. Yeah. Because okay, uh, as you know, for Pungol they are new flats, so they tend to be much higher in terms of price. Okay, for Agreed. a four-room, usually over 600000 right? Yeah. And now it has gone up a bit, depending on the area, whether it have a good uh, facing and all that. It has reached close to 700000 but, but, I mean, even our own, our own transaction in Punggol, we talk about Sumang area. Within one kilometer of Sumang Walk and Sumang Lane, the pricing is different. Yeah, of course, yeah. because if you're talking about BTO, right, they all look the same, yeah. right? So you have to have a unique factor in order to fetch another gain uh, and of big course, difference the in the freshness price, factor means just MOP. Yeah. yeah. So, but Tampanese, what mm. uh, we see is uh, what we are actually complaining about here is experiencing when we, la, Yeah, because complain. when we are yeah. serving buyers, we saw a lot of the uh, four room old flats, 25 years and above flats. Mm -hmm. They're asking very close to $600,000, which almost the price of what uh, the BTO four room flat is about. About that price lah, hmm. six hundred plus. So uh, we think that um, it it doesn't really uh, match the actual demand because most of the buyers that are coming up to buy the resale usually uh, they are not able to pay the cash over valuation. Yep. Right, and uh, valuation likely cannot match as well also for yep. certain parts of the resale uh, four room flat in mm -hmm. Tampines, but. The sellers out there are still asking because just because their neighbor, the opposite neighbor, are asking the same price. Or there's they, a one-off transaction which, you know, uh, beats all odds yeah, in terms of We do uh, not deny price. there are some buyers who are, might be willing yep. because they pay cash. But they must be looking for something special, not just a typical four-room yeah. uh, on a mid-floor or what. They don't do look like, like that. Lah. Correct. They look for something that is a bit different to pay more cash to on it. To pay a premium on it. Yeah. Lah, yeah. So, sometimes sellers say, okay, I have a buyer, the buyer willing to pay, fine. But does the buyer exercise the contract at the once the valuation is out? That is another thing that... Yeah. Um, I mean, being on the ground and interacting with fellow agents, right? A lot of, uh, during our discussion, yes, you might get the price that you want. For example, uh, 750, example. Hmm. But, when valuation comes out to like 700 or 600 plus, most buyers or 90% of buyers will just walk away yeah. because they will not want to pay the 60,000, 70,000 CUV just like that. Yeah. yeah. And also, why uh, we got buyers looking for four-room? Because of the grants given to them. They have 80K grant for first-time buyer to buy a four-room. Yeah. But if you look at, if your price is too high and we notice that for that same price, you can buy a five-room flat. Why not the buyer buy a five-room instead? Even though that means they are losing 30K grant for mm -hmm. their first time. So, sometimes the price 
there is a limit to where you can fetch high. Yeah, the price gap yeah. suddenly becomes so close between four and five. five. Yeah. And most people will go for a five because they don't have to pay COV. Yes. The version match for that kind of price and that kind of space, that size. So I think Tampanese seller need to be realistic because after all, most of the demand coming into their area is uh, the first-time buyers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't deny if it is a resale buyer coming yep. from selling buying, you know, they might want to pay your price, but that means you have to wait longer. Yeah. Because as for now, what we notice from our fellow agents who are marketing uh, the forum in Tampines, right? They do get, do, do get quite a number of viewers. Lah. But offers come very little. Yeah, Far right? and few in yeah. between. Yeah. So yeah, and maybe one one offer which, you know, it's way below expectation. Of the sellers, uh, yeah. But mm. probably fair market value, but below the expectation of the, the sellers, sellers, yeah. yeah. So uh, we are not saying there's, there's, not, there's no wrong or right mm. to, this, mm. to this pricing, you know, but I think more importantly, opportunity. What's yeah. the opportunity to buy for that seller? Are they looking at downgrading, right sizing, or upgrading for that matter? Yeah. So I think it's all about opportunity. So a lot of them would miss opportunity to buy something that is decent. In fact, some of the uh, sellers in Tampines that we are bringing buyers to, we heard the sellers are also collecting keys to their BTO yeah, in Tampines yeah. uh, in January. So now already December, going to mid-December soon. And if you have not sold your property, uh, you'll be stressed when you are collecting your keys for the BTO. Yeah, I January. mean, okay, talking about that, we, we, we brought a buyer, first-time buyer to a Tampines unit, which what Niza just mentioned, uh, the seller is collecting keys in January. Mm-hmm. So we made, I believe, a fair offer, yeah. which I think they kind of willing to accept. But the problem is we were one of the first few to view. Yeah. And then uh, the seller's uh, mindset is there might be more people who are willing to pay more. Yeah. Uh, but they forgot uh, in yeah. Tampines, uh, being a favorite estate for the Malay community, they are being a Chinese seller, or a Chinese ethnic seller. At this moment, you can sell to Chinese or Malay. Mm-hmm. The others, uh, ethnic group, others and uh, PR, you cannot sell. Yep. So, if next month, the Malay uh, quota field, you will have to sell to only the Chinese seller. And we've already seen in Pasiris and Tampanese yeah. what happened when your quota uh, eligibility buyers Affected, narrowed to just one ethnic group. Yeah. <laughs> You're in trouble <laughs> because... Yeah. That's where nobody will come and call to or, view your Or rather, unit. price will be the bargaining cheap. Yeah, and we la. saw the price have to drop back yeah. to where the offer yeah. now are coming. La. Correct. So, yeah. so as agents, as property consultants, we also must play our part mm. in uh, empowering our, our consumer or our sellers uh, yeah. on the uh, right market strategy, yeah. the right market uh, update, mm. you know, where the market is heading. Yeah. Is there going to be, uh, you know, it's not always rosy out there, you know. Mm. End of the day, uh, is there going to be an oversupply? Yeah, uh, and actually this is uh, our job as a real estate agent uh, and also their duty to our sellers is to match or bridge between the demand okay, coming in and also the expectation of our yeah. clients if uh, our clients were sellers. Uh. But more, more importantly, Niza, mm. I think it's not about uh, short-changing our sellers because mm. end of the day, right, time is money. And if you... Uh, uh, bang on getting your record price uh, mm. I think you need to 
you need to witness that the rest of the units in that cluster is sold before your unit is sold. Yeah, and bear in mind, sellers also have sellers fatigue. Correct. Okay, so it's just a matter of time. Again, time is yeah. money and time is also the reason why uh, one would sell, uh, you know, and decided to sell no, the, the The thing we always say is once the HDB say you can collect the keys, then they become a bit more desperate Mm-mm. because most of the time, HDB require you to sell before you can collect your key. Yeah. Yeah, unless you have the funds to pay. Lah. Uh, but most of us won't. We need the funds from the selling mm-hmm. to to for, to fund the BTO. So that's where the panic starts to happen. Yeah. And then end of the day, you might be you might become a distress sell because yeah. you're waiting. Your keys are waiting to be collected. That kind of thing. Yeah. So, but okay. I mean, uh, caveat here, right? We are not trying to sort change anybody, but we mm-hmm. are just uh, putting the hard truth out there on how. Why certain units can move, certain units are not moving. Mm. Okay, yeah. actually, uh, I have not come to the fact that talking about pricing, right? Yep. So if we look at the top ranking, the top five estates, uh, uh, uh-huh. in Singapore, based on the rank by volume for this third quarter, twenty twenty three, if you look at their median price, uh, basically their median are all on the average about the same, five hundred to six hundred thousand. Okay, the median have never even crossed six hundred thousand, which means this is what most people can afford to buy. Mm-hmm. You see, this is where we gauge where are the affordability comes in, what kind of price. So we know that if you start to market something above 600 plus for uh, the median type of flat. So in this case, when you talk medium flat, uh, it's what? Not, not the one room, okay? Not the two room, not the three room. It's always the forum. Yeah. That's why that's the main bar. Right? That's the main bar of the supply and also the... No, even BTO, HDB will build the most forum. Yeah. So yeah. if you look across, I mean, I cannot show you here, but uh, if you look across in where we uh, have in our app here, most of them, the pricing between uh, 530 to 580. And then for Pungol, of course, being a new new estate, 600,000. That's all. Yeah. Nothing that is above 600. Over here, mm. that's the medium price. So we know this is the affordability range of prices yeah. for the majority. So this of is them. this is how we analyze for our sellers and buyers. In fact, uh, to to help them understand the need to be uh, abreast with the market condition and to ensure that it's just not uh, for the sake of selling. You want to push your price until the max, which probably possible in good times but today mm-hmm. like we have discussed in our previous podcast and video cast that you know it's shifting towards a buyer's market what does that mean there are more there are more units than buyers out there then worse today with the BTO launches that is attractive getting more and more attractive yeah. buyers who are, have the capacity or don't have the capacity or can wait will probably you know, look at it from yeah, the Yeah, jump back to the BTO yeah. bandwagon again. So, <laughs> so you as a, a resale seller might be affected. We are not saying everybody, but I think we need to take this seriously when it comes to pricing your, your unit correctly. Lah. Mm-hmm. But what about bias? Okay, the bias? Yeah, bias. When when I just mentioned about bias market. So today, buyers have choice. Mm-hmm. Have more choices than they, they previously had. Yeah. But then again, when too many choices, uh, it become confused. Mm. Yeah. So you we always notice, right? Uh, DIY buyers, those who don't have a property agent to represent them, will be going round and round and round and round and making offers here and there without 
gaining any uh, any result. Direction or result. result. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then end of the day, they also have bias fatigue. Hmm. Either they give up on finding a home yeah. or they just buy whatever comes Until next. they find the right agent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who actually explains to them why yeah. they keep failing in their offers. Yep. Yeah, so sometimes, yeah, first-time buyer today, they also have a challenge. Huh? If they do not have a professional with them to guide them to make the right offer, Uh, because uh, you know, with the challenge that we as agent face with the seller expectation, yeah. right? Uh, we also would want the buyers coming to our home viewing to be represented by agents. Because yeah. why? There's a lot of things we need to check: the loan, the HFE validity, even okay. Uh, and then also we need to ensure that uh, they know what is written there. A lot of the first-time buyers that we met. Yeah. Don't even read the HFE uh, letter that they got. They don't even understand a single thing. Yeah. They just know, oh, my grant is ATK. That's all. That's And, it. Yeah. Uh, then they do not know like how much of the CPF they're going to use yeah. for the house. Is it enough? They do not know. They And do not know yeah. how to read. The the funny enough. thing is that they they just uh, have this idea that oh, I want I just want to buy a four room flat. But affordability, when we do the calculation, mm -hmm. you can't even afford a three room flat. Yeah. Yeah. So this is something that you know. Yeah, uh, there's two two different side of the coin, lah. Yeah. I must say. And most of them do not understand what it mean by prudent, moderate, and maximum <laughs> in yeah. the in their HFE letter. Yeah, this is yeah. another topic for discussion, I yeah. believe. But what we are trying to say mm. and what what we want to summarize is where is the direction of today's HDB market, mm. especially resale, with the ongoing launches of BTO every quarter, and uh, and the take up rate is at its at the lowest, right? So. What we are seeing in the in the next couple of years is uh, oversupply of BTO, which mm. is good as far as the government is concerned because it stabilizes the resale market. Mm. Uh, why? Because people who are who wants to buy resale now still have a choice, especially first time, mm. first timer, of looking at BTO or sales or balance flat because there's ample supply or there's mm. there's balance supply that they can actually mm. tap onto. So these are things that I believe government is trying to calibrate, recalibrate the the HDB overall HDB market to compensate for the too fast again, too fast a, a, a shift in prices during COVID. Yeah. yeah. So, but of course, government also understand that they cannot let the price drop. That's why mm -hmm. you see it's stable now. It's technically neither here nor there in terms of price increase. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just now we talk about four room, right? Yep. So now I want to bring you guys to another flat okay. type. Because I find these two flat types are always quite challenging uh, in the times of uh, market shift. Uh, because they are quite uh, on the demand. Okay, just now we talk about four room. Now we talk about the executive type. Mm -hmm. Because executive type, uh, as you know, that's where you see uh, the bulk of the million dollars. Uh, yep. Because of their space. Because executive actually covers uh, EA, uh, EM, Machinette or even the jumbo flats yeah. or the co joint unit lah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, definitely um, very very much drop in terms of the transaction for November and December. In fact, December we don't see any transaction yet. Okay, but there's a big drop. Okay, and um, if you look at the rank by volume. Okay. Okay, what are the five estates? Okay, first. Woodlands rank number one. This is executive flats, huh? Yeah. Jurong West number two. Haugang number three. Tampines number four. 
and then Pasir Ris. Not surprised yeah. with that because actually Pasir Ris also have a lot more uh, flats, uh, executive yeah, flats. Yeah, because there. why? In Pasir Ris, Tampines, the demand is for, come from the Malay. Mm-hmm. And probably the number of Malay sellers are not not many, but mm-hmm. there are more Chinese sellers who cannot sell to Malay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why the ranking drop lah. I believe if not lah, mm-hmm. it would have ranked among Woodlands and all that. Yeah, Woodlands probably will not be the top, in my opinion lah. But yes, this is how the government uh, you know ensure. But I know why stability. Woodlands is the top because. Of course, the top we're talking about volume, right? But price-wise, if you look at the median price for the quarter three, right? Woodlands actually quite, uh, quite nicely sits on the eight hundred thousand mark lah. Median price eight oh seven thousand. Okay, whereas Haugang, Tampines, they are all on the median of a higher eight hundred and sixty-eight thousand, eight hundred sixty-six thousand kind of median. Jurong West, we are not surprised. Jurong West because it's definitely on the outskirt, mm-hmm. so uh, not so convenient. The median price is seven hundred thousand. We are not surprised because we sold quite a number of machinets in Jurong West, yeah. and machinets there are quite cheap, lah. Yeah. Seven hundred thousand. That's the highest. Yeah, for yeah. the top floor. Mm. That's that's uh, so it's quite cheap if you want to get a machinette in Jurong West. Yeah. But the growth in Jurong West and Haugang is zero quarter to quarter, no growth. Okay, but Woodlands up by point six nine percent. Yeah. Tampines up by one point five eight percent. But what I'm trying to say here. Is I look through the list of estate or the median price for the executive type flat type, I don't see a million as their median price. It's yeah. all eight hundred. Okay, there's never like yeah, so a million dollars. Seven hundred have here, If you are a EA or EM owner to achieve your one million dollar, you need a very unique buyer. Yeah, unique buyer. You have and to buy with a lot of cash because the COV can be hundred, two hundred thousand. If let's say Woodlands yeah. 800, you're buying a 1 million, it's 200 over 1,000 kind of COV yeah. based on And, just uh, numbers. And something close to 919,000, that is in Serangoon. Yeah, more And central. Again, la. we're yeah. not surprised. We sold uh, Serangoon. North. North EM, EM. Corner, top floor at how much? Yeah? 930. 930. So yeah. I'm not surprised. With, actually, yeah. these statistics, so what we get here, on very point. on point. Yeah. yeah. So what that's that's what we're saying. So what I'm trying to say, I mean, the news is news, mm. but we as the practitioner on the ground mm. with the right data from Propnex and all that, we are able to give you a very uh, direct perspective, open perspective. Yeah. When it comes to because uh, we have the volume. data here to show you whether what you hear, how, how you relate to the news out there, yeah. what you hear from your neighbors, and what we see, uh, very different. Yeah. Correct. Right. Mm. So just to you know end our episode here today, basically, how's the market going to go in the 2024? It's everybody's guess, but from data and and news that we see, mm. it's basically going to be a very stable HDB market, and yeah. probably uh, the demand will uh, taper. Uh, there's going to be more supply than demand coming mm. for moving forward, especially for BTO. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you have anything else to add? Nothing else. Yeah. I think I think we talk a lot about the market, yeah. and I hope whatever we share here have given well, you some you some uh, perspective of yeah. the real perspective based on the data we have shared with you. Correct. Yeah. So my name is Nizam Ali, and I'm Nizam Ali. See you guys in our next episode. Bye-bye. Bye bye.